RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World system in our custom science fantasy setting. Thank you for listening, and welcome back to Caldonics. Previously on Neon Heat, Isaac wakes up Athena from fitful dreams, and they have a quiet catching up session now that they're in a less dire circumstance. Athena lets him know some of the things Roja found out from the samples and the equipment Pavi's putting together for him. She attempts to help him in realizing that controlling his powers might just be a matter of will and practice. Isaac airs some of his misgivings about Athena's role in his brother's death, largely responsible, and how Vi might be changing her outlook, but also about his place in her life now that she's returned to her nowhere. She confides in him that she needs his help desperately back at Prism, and that the people gathered there need someone sturdy to look to, and that the city isn't safe for them. Not yet. open on early morning caldonics. The view is bird's eye down on the city, glowing faintly in the dark cavern, with the thick fog and mist wafting through the city as we build towards the boiling point of noon. Our vision flies through the city, dropping into a specific canal and flying under a bridge where we see a dark opening exists in the stonework the same meeting place where Athena and the Pantheon agents had gathered prior to the storming of the lighthouse. We find Athena and Isaac standing near a sizable pile of goods, expertly arranged, that sits upon a wide purple tarp. There's a flashlight laying on the ground by a little handwritten note that Isaac's on his knees, kind of squinting down at, trying to read it out loud to her as she's walking circles around the pile, trying to figure out how to best attack this. Sure. Or it says that you just grab all the corners and you pull them up over the pack, and when they all touch together, that's when everything shrinks and gets smaller. That starts the timer. I trigger that, and then we're gonna fucking go. Uh, Yeah, then we'll put it on the bike and... Or however you're going to attach it. I'm just going to bend some metal on it and make it a little secure. Well, let's hope it works. Mm Mm-hmm. Is there a little moth on Athena's shoulder? There can be. I would like there to be. Okay. (laughs) Just a little glowing moth. The little glowing moth stays relatively motionless, only its wings beat up and down ever so slowly, putting off a soft orange glow. Do the corners of the tarp have, like, grommets in them, or is it just... What kind of material does it seem like the tarp is when she touches it? You can tell it's, like, a thick canvas, uh, if you'd like to use your new power. (gasps) I would love to do that. going to cast Detect Arcana. (gasps) Detect Arcana allows the recipient to see and detect all supernatural persons, objects, or effects in sight. With a raise, the caster knows the general type of enchantment as well. Detect Arcana also allows a character to ignore up to four points of penalties when attacking foes hidden by magical darkness, invisibility, or similar abilities, or all penalties without a raise. Nice. Alrighty, here we go. Him. Athena's gonna wait a hot sec and try again, because that one does not go off. Go for it. Lose a power point. Oh my god, it's worse. I guess she's waiting again. You do these back-to-back. The price is you're losing power points every time you fail, and if you crit fail, it's bad. It is bad. So Four. Acceptable. What does your detect arcana look like? What's your trapping for it? You know, I've been thinking about detect versus conceal, and I think they're slightly different. 
detect taps into some of her siphon training where she'll like look around for the type of energies that she used to attempt to take out of crystals in the mines. Okay. So we just see her looking around and her little cat slit pupils flex big and then small and then big and then small as she's trying to do this. And she feels it wearing on her a little bit because she hasn't tried to do this in a very long time. But they get so big, very dilated as she's looking down, taking in all the light. So what you can see is that this is definitely just a bog standard type of canvas material, but you do detect woven into it both with thread and small metal looking beads almost crystals of quarry that run through the entire mesh and create sort of a webbing all throughout it evenly spaced Hmm. every couple of inches the corners of them also are giving off a very powerful energy I wonder if it almost looks like when she has Vi switch on her vision and she can see the pathways a little easier. Sure, that makes sense. And maybe that's a correlation that she hadn't even been able to make in her mind until this moment. I like that. That's really cool. And she just bites her lip and goes, huh. So you can definitely tell that this is a manufactured item. Like it's not naturally existing. Somebody built this with a purpose out of character. You know, it's a synthesis item. Mm -hmm. Consumable. Consumable, yes. Because you didn't get a raise, you don't know specifically what it does. So for all you know, it could cast Blast and kill you. Uh, yeah, you know, for all she knows. <laughs> could just wrap myself in it. Yeah, just dunk me in the canal. <laughs> At least Isaac would survive. Maybe. It's intangible. Doesn't mean you're immune to spell effects. Damn. Or magical effects or energy effects. <laughs> Indamnable. <laughs> okay, she's gonna take the corners and with a quick nod to Isaac, is gonna connect him. You bring all the corners together and there is a hum and then a small concussive shockwave that puffs out. It's not strong, but you can definitely feel almost like the air being sucked out of the space. It's sort of like a subsonic type of snap before you just watch it constrict and shrink in rapid time until it's a much smaller parcel, probably the size of, say, like a small footlocker. Okay. Like a case, something that one person could like lift and carry. Cool. It is still dense. It does change the weight of the object, so it's not like it's dark matter still weighs a fuck ton. Right. But it's still heavy to carry for one person because you've packed quite a lot in here. Could you give us a brief rundown of some of the items that would be contained in this pile? Yeah, we've got a couple bedrolls. We got some of those little air suction mattresses. We got blankets. We got Ikea-style build-your-own-generators. <laughs> build-your-own-generators general survival gear like water purification tablets, cooking stuff. She's just trying to help at a baseline. She couldn't manage the bed frames, but she figured out she could probably just make them herself. Isaac watches as you do this, his eyes widen, and he says, That is right handy. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Do you think if you stuck a person in there, they'd shrink down too? She says as she's hefting it up, her new metal arm does a work. Well, if they're trapped inside of it, hopefully they can still get air out. Oh, I wouldn't want to shrink them. My bones just ate thinking about it. Yeah, that's not great. Ugh. I guess if you shrink, you need less air, right? Uh, logically, that makes sense to me. And he's following you as you mm-hmm. move to attach it to your bike. How are you attaching it to your bike? The back end has a flat section, I think. Gotcha. Pizza delivery. Pizza delivery, you know. She's well-versed in this. Maybe Pavi put it on as a fucking joke. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on her. It's very useful. Heard about your deliveries on the surface? She definitely told Pavi about that. All right. You get it uh, secured without any problems. I might make you roll for that type of shit. And Isaac prepares himself to go with you. I'm going to make his spirit here. Yeah. Noise. Seven. So he's, he's doing just fine. He centers himself, takes a deep... In through the nose breath. It's very zen. So zen. And you see his form sort of shimmer a little bit. The light dims almost imperceptibly. And he settles himself in front of your pizza. (laughs) My supply pizza. My supply pizza. She is going to whip her hand around and cast invisibility on both of them. Kick off and take to the skies. You know, the underground skies. Of course. Let me just roll for that. Roll for it. Mm, That wasn't great. There was one one involved, so maybe she rolls again. Eight. Eight is a success with raise. Reduce the cost by a PowerPoint. Athena, I would like you to tell me anything specific you are doing while you are returning to prison in terms of, like, how you're going about doing this. Like, you're invisible, you're flying the bike. 
She's invisible. She's flying the bike. She's basically just trying to clear the bay very, very quickly before she turns visible again. And her general plan is to just tear through the caverns as fast as she can. Okay. Hallery, she has fluttered down onto the dashboard again to do his little moth point. He can help you with directing. So... I'm hearing speed over stealth, which is totally cool. Absolutely. She's figuring the invisibility will help a little bit. I'd say that's true. I suppose she could conceal us. You could try conceal arcana, sure. Yeah, it's double up, right? It's the other half of detect is conceal. It would create a contested role out of any type of ability that would be trying to detect you. It would detect the presence of powers, but not necessarily you. Like invisibility would prevent them from seeing you. Silence would help them not hear you, and Conceal Arcana would make it so that if they were using Detect or they had some other tool to try to pick it up, they wouldn't be able to do it as easily. Okay, she is also going to cast Conceal Arcana on the two of them. Cool. Because, I mean, they both got a nebulous energy about them at all times, so Mm -hmm. probably a good idea. Definitely true. And it lasts for like an hour? It does. So that's pretty handy. Seven on both of them. That is a success. Tell us what your conceal looks like. Conceal exudes out of her as an invisible static field. It feels a little fuzzy as it extends from her core and it envelops a small area around her. I like that thematically. If that is how it is always going to behave, so if you're saying that you can only use conceal on things that are near you, that would count as a limitation, and then you could reduce the overall cost of using the power, but that would come at the expense of you not being able to conceal something and then leave. So, like, if you wanted the ability to use your aura to hide something and then go off and live your life and do something for the day and keep it going, you wouldn't be able to do that if you took the limitation. Hmm. You can decide that later since we're just flavoring it that way right now. That initial effect just clings to you or whatever, Mm -hmm. even after you go off. That's totally fine. Sticky. She lets Isaac know it's coming before it hits him, though. Just so it doesn't wiggle him. Oh, it's a little too much. As your static field ripples outwards, you can feel Isaac shiver just a little bit. And he goes, it makes me feel even less tangible. Oh, sorry. So right. Kind of makes me feel chilly, which is, I don't know, it's nice right now. She kicks off above the canal. They dip down just a little bit, kicking up some water spray before. That's the water spray. You are going to prism. Mm -hmm. I would like for you to make me two separate piloting rolls. Okay. D6. Two independent rolls. Five and nine. Very nice. Okay. Let me do, 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 bad, and also bad. Um, I saw your eyes flick over to your Benny pile there. I did. (laughs) So I rolled a four and a two. So you got successes on both of those. Would you like to make me a notice roll? Is it with my danger sense? No. Well, that's a 15. Goddamn. Okay. Well, let me see how they do. As you guys approach the crevasse that leads deeper into the mountain range, the same spot where you were waylaid only, what, a day ago? Less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. You can absolutely see that there is similar motion up in the darkness of the cavern, and it looks like there's even a little bit more than there was last time. Definitely two distinct forms that appear to be lurking here. When your quarry cycle gets closer and you just let it rip, Mm -hmm. you definitely see them reacting, looking around, trying to find the source of the noise. But you tear through and you are fully confident that even should they choose to pursue you, they're not going to be able to get a beat on you. She's staying midway between the cavern ceiling and the water, but when she sees them up there, she does dip closer to the water than she'd normally be comfortable being two of them up there now, but I think we're fine. Just keep going. I'm gonna go as fast as I can. So I will also tell you out of character, your danger sense did not activate there because they didn't detect you. So nice. like, if there was, if they had seen you and there was a threat of pending attack and they were gonna try something, then I would have called for a, a danger sense roll. A few shots of translucent Athena and Isaac tearing through the caverns in record time, moving at the clip you currently are and with smaller Rishi's directions. You're able to navigate your way back to prism post-haste. Once she's in the tunnels proper for that leg of the journey, she does drop invisibility. 
but then she casts it again right before they get there, but only on Isaac. I see. Okay. What are your power points at right now? Mm, after invisibility, might be out. Yeah, so from the point that you left the city, I'll be generous and not nickel and dime you over, like, the trip from the city to the edge of the caverns, because it would take a couple minutes, but you only needed to, like, get out of there. I think you would have just enough left to cast it on Isaac one more time before you go in, if you would like to roll for it. I would. Because, uh, yeah, you are, you are running low. Sure am. But... I got an eight. All right. Makes it one cheaper. Makes it one cheaper. Okay, so you are coming in. Isaac is still invisible. Did you relay instructions to him as far as, like, what the plan is when you get back? Yeah, I think she's been talking through it with him as they're flying in. She's like, okay, what I'm going to do? They won't be able to see you, and I'm going to park it in there, and you can just... On the off chance somebody is in the room waiting for us that we don't want to be there, maybe just walk through a wall after I get there, you know? I'll drop it if I see you wandering off, or if you tap me. T- you won't, don't t- don't do that. Actually, I'll know. I'll know. All right. Well, I'll just make sure I get back to my room post haste. That sounds good. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. As soon as you land, you feel you make your way back into this wide open cavern with the great pillar of stone rising up out of the water that spider webs out to the edge of the caverns with the tiny stone arms like a great rocky tree. The holes perforated all over the structure with the orange energy tendrils billowing out and around, multicolored crystals casting brilliant glows off of the water and creating a prismatic spray on the walls. But you land atop the pillar itself and you note that there are many forms around that notice you're coming a flutter of moths up higher in the cavern congeals into a cloud that begins descending towards you and you feel the weight shift off of the back of the bike as Isaac disembarks and you hear some soft footsteps you know grinding against the dust and stone on the ground of like (laughs) he's so heavy or would he be damn that's a good question There's no mechanical effect of, like, silent movement, but... So, the game doesn't mechanically address the core question of intangibility, which is, like, if you're intangible and you can't touch anything, how are you fucking standing on the ground, right? Right. It's a brain thing. It's a brain thing. Uh, That's what we're going with in our setting. It's a brain thing. So, he's able to retain enough connection to the atoms of the universe that... He knows he's not supposed to fall through this particular surface as he's running on it. Listen, his spectrum doesn't want to be stuck in the core of the planet either. Sure. So. That's what I'm going with. Work with us here. (laughs) So, yes. Isaac runs off. A small crowd of onlookers comes to gather and see what's going on. She wants to get the footlocker off the back of her bike as quickly as possible. And she just says, move, 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 move. (laughs) That's good. And she just sets it down and backs up because the time limit's got to be tight on that yeah maybe as uh, the time limit wears down you can hear like the straining of cloth yeah it's starting to push against it and just in the nick of time cinematically you put it down step back the grommets fly apart the tarp splits itself out and uh, many of the supplies rattle some of them do you know fall out of the stack and down to the sides with most of it's okay though yeah things don't appear to have broken she has to physically restrain herself from doing a fist pump. Roll spirit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she Hell yeah. Eleven. She's so cool. She's so, so cool. cool under pressure. <laughs> She's so cool. The various forms gathered around, you can see spots of multicolored light here and there as they curiously watch what you're doing. Athena walks over to the pile now that it's regular sized again. She digs around in it for a second and pulls out a little thing of hair gel and hucks it to the pink haired Yara man because he has specific. Oh, this is real hair gel? Yeah, I'm not going to get you fake stuff. I didn't like just put some water in there. I got you hair gel, man. He clutches it to his chest and he says, thank you. You're welcome. Runs off to find a mirror. Did you bring, <laughs> did you bring me a mirror? I didn't ask for That's on me. I'll use the water. It's fine. Wait, uh, next time. I'll bring a compact. How about? Yeah, he scampers off to find a pool of water in which he can check his reflection. Maybe there's like a very reflective crystal. It's going to look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. A couple of quick shots of people moving in closer to examine what you've brought. 
it's very clear that you've brought supplies that they're very thankful for. Yeah, Athena explains what she's brought and how if somebody who's more mechanically minded than her could start putting together these generators, she can maybe help a little bit with getting them some short-term energy, hopefully turning that into, you know, a long-term investment. It's always good to have generators. She directs them over to where it probably flopped out of the pile and she's like, I'm going to go check on Isaac real quick. I'll be right back. And she kicks off with her bike. She does not leave it there. Nice. Okay. She's not leaving that. Yeah. That's a present. Poppy made that for her with her hands. Yeah. And blood and sweat and tears. That's true. So she flies up, hoping Hollery she will follow her. He will. When there was such a large gathering of the people coming over to check in with you, I think he stayed on the periphery just to give you a chance to do your thing and not mm-hmm. interfere. And when you go off and start to fly towards Isaac's cave, he'll drift after you. How's stuff been going? Long day. It has been how it always is. Gadi was the most suspicious of your intentions, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, I don't think that was a secret. Unless somebody else is just really good at hiding it. I'm not an Inquisitor. So I am to understand. Did anybody know he was gone? Not that I am aware of. Good. Most keep to themselves, or rather, allow him to keep to himself. He has not been the friendliest, as I'm sure you're aware. He's going to be more sociable. We've made, you know, we've talked a little bit. We got, you know, some doctors looked at him. One doctor, singular, but she's very good. She's not a real doctor. (laughs) This does not inspire much confidence. It was a roller coaster of a sentence now that I'm done with it. And did you find anything of use? I think so. We're working on some tech that'll actually let him touch things, hopefully. He's probably always going to glow a little bit, so... Tech? Yes? What do you mean? Well, it seems like it's a, most of the dissolves are in his hands, so we're going to cover him up with something that doesn't quite touch his hands, so he can still touch things through them, but the air will buffer it. Pavi is a synthesizer. He's thoughtful. I did not know such things were possible. Uh, If I was only responsible for them, they wouldn't be. Hmm. He pauses and his form shifts and looks in the previous direction. There could be others who would benefit from such things. Like who? Or many who have trouble controlling themselves or overcoming unforeseen setbacks. Focus on your friends first before moving on to others. There is no sense in giving false hope. Well, you know, it's in motion. It might take a little while, because everybody's different, but... If you are not moving, you cannot go anywhere. That's true. You guys quickly make your way over to Isaac's tunnel. She walks in, and she wants to put up the picture that she brought from home of them that Pavi took the night before. Uh, Yeah, you can certainly nail it to the wall. Nice. So now it is a cave with melted slashes and carvings all over the walls with one very nice picture. Is Isaac just sitting on his little rock bed? He's standing right now and he's just pacing around the room with folded arms, probably waiting for you. Made it. Oh, good. Uh, anything Anything happen? Pink hair guy, real excited about hair gel. Oh. So when you're making friends, talk to him first. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Yeah. As uh, someone with luxurious hair myself, I'm sure we have a lot in common. I think he was one of our agents. I don't know what he can do now. Hmm. Well then, maybe we do have something to talk about. Maybe. Well, you might know me as Vulcan. I'm your (laughs) boss, sort of. Might have done a request for him. Might have helped him out with his profile. Uh, I know we're in a cave right now, but I can really help you with your status. I'm sure the pitch will go over very well. I'm sure it will. Did you see Gardu out there? I did not. Did she? Nope. Oh, that's suspicious. Hey, Hollerishi? Yes. Where is Gardu? I have not seen them for... Uh, some time. What can they do? They can shapeshift, change their body into other forms. But... Creatures, typically. Not others. So, something that could escape? Well, I mean, possibly, but it's not a matter of 
being able to leave, it's being able to find your way. It is why they stay here, because if they go out into the caves, they do not know where they are going, and they can get lost. And then they bring them back here. Athena's looking around in this room for eavesdropping creatures now. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll a notice. Five. You don't see anything. You're looking around. It's dark, quite dark. Okay. No sign of motion or anything. Hmm. What? You want to go meet and greet? Talk to people? Not especially, but I suppose there's nothing for it. Uh, what's the plan here? What do you want me to do? What's uh, what's the goal? You know what Isaac Russo is best at? Hobnobbing. Being personable. His face pinches <laughs> at the expression. Does he glow brighter? <laughs> There's a, a crackle of red energy that runs through him. <clears throat> <laughs> Alright, I'll try to make noise. Make sure everyone's taken care of. Get orders future runs, that sort of thing. That would be really helpful. You know what the R stands for in HR? Russo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you guys just want to go out and talk to people for a little bit? Yeah. Could you give me an elevator pitch of, like, I, I get that you guys are trying to make nice and ingratiate mm -hmm. yourself. What is your overall goal for people at this time? Because, like, they've been very clear that a lot of people are like, hey, we don't like being here because it sucks and because we're being forced to stay here right. and we like want to leave and your previous argument is but you can't leave because we don't really know what's going on so like are you still trying to sell the idea that hey guys we're making it nicer here you still need to stay and we're for gonna, now for now okay we're, we're trying to work fast track into figuring out some shit in the city to make it safer for eventual exits but it's not ready yet Okay, so you, Hollerishi, and Isaac make your way back out there. So trustworthy as a trio. <laughs> <laughs> so right. trustworthy. A bunch of mods and anxiety wreck <laughs> and one angry man. You get out there. Most people are still assembled or, like, nearby. There's probably a couple that are further away on the edge of the cavern and just looking on from afar. Do you want to make, like, a general announcement? How do you want to handle this little mini scene? She wants to first start with the people addressing the supplies, getting them where they need to go, maybe helping the people with the generators. If one of them gets built before she can leave, she could try to siphon some into it. Okay. Just a general, like, hey, how are you guys holding up, you know, physically? What can you guys do? Are you having trouble with anything? Got her little regulator notebook out, flips it open. How may I help you today? I'm not going to make you do rolls to do the siphoning and stuff. I think that's all cool thematically and stuff that can happen with enough effort and a little bit of downtime here. Make me a persuasion that just represents your general networking. Streetwise does not apply here because this is not really relating to underworld activities. Could I get a bonus from my Pantheon connections? Like, I, if I have connections edge, would that within my own organization, with my own agents, have some kind of clout? With the three Pantheon agents there, sure, you can add a, I'll say a plus one because it's only three of the people. Nice. Yeah, you can definitely do that. That's fine. Six. Six. Okay. I have some trackers going on for like your goodwill some in the clocks. background. Yeah, I, I do have clocks going for oh, several things. Good. <laughs> so we get a couple of shots of you and Isaac going around and helping people. Isaac does a lot more talking because mm -hmm. he can't really physically do anything. Right. You notice that his general presence People are warier around him. If he's just kind of walking around, people give him a wider berth. But if he is up addressing people, they you know stand a little further away. But mm -hmm. they're starting to interact with him. Would you like to make a persuasion roll for Isaac? Yeah, what's uh, his persuasion, D4? Either D4 or D6. I don't know how persuady he is. I don't think he's very. All right, so let's give, him, give him a, a, D4. a D4, yeah. And I'm going to say this is going to be a, probably a minus two just because of their general, like... Opinion yeah, of him right now and how he's been acting. Right. I blew up both of them. Oh my god, you did. Okay, go ahead. That's a five for the d4. Five minus four is three. Seven. Seven, okay. So nice. Success, no raise. Okay, so you guys each get a success there. Broadly, I think that means you just do a, a good job of garnering a little bit of goodwill here. You come back, you did what you said you were going to do, you brought supplies, you fulfilled specific requests of a couple of the people that asked you for those things. 
So I think this is just a nice little morale boost for a lot of the people that are gathered here. Did you bring like changes of clothes and stuff like that too? I would assume. I think she's actually going to start dismantling the junk boat at the bottom of the pillar. You know, Troya's boat that he used at the lighthouse. Okay. And she's going to start making bed frames and tables and stuff. Okay. You start dismantling it and Hollerishi flies over and he says, What are you doing? Making furniture. Out of the boat? Well, not like the structurally in- integral bits. They don't need a cabin, do they? They don't need a flagpole. I don't even know why he put that on there. Harlan Troy watched the same adventure serials as Isaac. (laughs) But he was outside the tent. I built myself a pirate ship. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to call myself Isaac Fortune. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, so she just starts doing transfer right now as she's talking to Hollerishi. Sure. Maybe even from her bike. He'll follow you around and he'll say, very well, but leave it operational. I won't take anything load-bearing. Maybe just some of the railings. There may be a time we need it, so ensure you do not. You don't think they got furniture in there already? In the boat? Mm. It is quite empty. Oh. It was to serve a singular purpose. They did not have anything to do with long-term stay. Hmm. Didn't know if he had to live out on the water for any substantial period of time. If he did, he did not furnish the boat. Hmm. It is quite noisy. Maybe we can fix that. Perhaps. Maybe. If you have the know-how. <laughs> I don't, but I know people. <laughs> so we just get a couple more shots of you guys interacting with the group as a whole. At one point, could you make me uh, one more notice, please? Uh, it's a four, but I'm going to Benny it and try to get a little bit better. Okay. It's a five. At one point while you're down dismantling the boat and Hollerishi is not with you, you hear... The voice of Gadu from behind you as you're mid-motion. Good trip. She turns around and looks before she answers. Gadu's just leaning against some of the scrap metal. Oh, you've already taken out the cabin, so maybe they're just <laughs> standing there with crossed arms. Slightly narrowed eyes as they watch you. It was a quick trip. Don't know about a good one. I got what I needed, though. Complications. Why? Well, you said it wasn't a very good trip, so I'm just following the lead. Sentinels looking, trying to hurt, harm, kill. Sentinels. The lookouts. Who? I don't know. People. So people are looking out for us? Yes. That's why we need to stay here? Yes. It's very compelling. I know. And uh, what about Isaac? I mean, it's talking to people. No, I mean, what about when he was with you? I don't quite, like, up. She points up to where he is currently and then to his room. She's going to do a performance. Yeah, uh, please. (laughs) Still unskilled. It's either going to be, you can use performance or persuade here. Well, I would surely love to use persuade more. That's an eight. They narrow their eyes at you as you're pointing, rumple their nose a little bit. You know, it's funny, um, I was looking for him last night. I wanted to have a word, but nowhere to be found. And then earlier when you flew in on your bike, he just appeared. Maybe you heard the bike? I mean, he's not very social. He can walk through stuff. Could have just been wandering through a cave. He could have been, maybe. He's a big explorer man, you know? She's still trying to disassemble things. It almost looks like she's unzipping a zipper in the air. The flagpole itself just, like, curls down. That's fun. I like that. She's trying to get more used to doing stuff with her metal arm. She hasn't done a lot of heavy lifting with it yet. So you brought supplies. Yeah, you didn't ask for anything specific, so I didn't know what to bring you. Well, the specific thing I asked for was to be allowed to leave. (sighs) Which... Oh, yeah. Go ahead and sigh. I'm sure it's so hard for you to deal with us, right? To come in here. Such a pain in the ass for you, isn't it? Real tough. I'm so sorry to impede you. Not impeding. I'm just trying to, you know, see all all the all the angles of the situation. Every side of the crystal, if you will. Mm-hmm. How did you get down here? I flew. Like a bat? 
like a moth. Hollerishi's right about one thing. It's real easy to keep your eyes open when people don't know you're there. Dark caves like this, plenty of places to do that. You pick up a lot. You would do very well as a Pantheon agent. They roll their eyes. So what, you're recruiting now? If I join Pantheon, do I get to leave? Can I go on some adventures? Do some missions for you? Make some scratch? Scratch? I don't know, I just know that's what you guys use for money. Or whatever. Got it, I'm trying to make it so we can get people out of here safe. There are a lot of moving parts, but I'm figuring them out. I just don't want people to walk back into this city, which is the only way out of this cave that is safe. I just don't want these people to be shot down after everything they've already endured. Like, I don't think that's... So there's sentinels who are watching for us, who want to kill us, and you don't know who they are, and we can't go back to the city because we're going to be hunted? Who's Who is hunting us? Where Where is this coming from? Sweepers in the city. I know there's more than a couple. They think we are dangerous, and we are, you know, on the whole... I gotta get all my facts straight before I can fix this. Or I'm gonna make it a fuck ton worse. Which is why patience would be appreciated. They're pacing as you guys are talking. Like, you continue to work and they're just walking around the deck of the ship with their arms folded. Sullenly look out over the water. Sort of a pout expression. Well, you say that and then... Your friend gets to leave, and the rest of us stay here. So, I mean, I see that you you brought stuff here for us. I, I get that, and that's nice and all, but it just seems like you're trying to make us... I don't want to stay here. I don't want this to be my life. I miss the surface. I miss clean air, fresh air. I miss the sky. I miss the stars and the rings and the freedom. I do, too. And I think that's very true, in a way she didn't realize until right then. Bully for you. You can go whenever you want to. Nobody's keeping you anywhere. It's a nice thought, but it's not a correct one. I'm kept by this situation as much as everybody else. I just have a longer leash due to circumstances. Well, how about you lengthen my leash? I have a question. What? We've been flying around the cave. Maybe. Why? Well, if we can't bring doctors here, I know people up there need medical assistance. Is there a tucked away spot you found that would be good to set up a clinic so the doctors don't know where this is? I mean, there are... There's crevices and caves and holes everywhere. That's kind of the problem is there's too many. So yeah, you could pick any spot and... If you're careful enough, it'd be really hard to find. But I was asking if you'd seen any. Yes, everywhere, all the time. What about a good one you could point me to? I'm sure I could help you find one, yes. I'd appreciate it. And they're almost nodding, like it's sort of a body bobbing, like back and forth, like their torso. She is at this point trying to make a bed frame out of the flagpole. It's bunk beds. Oh, God. (laughs) Just walking around it. Does this look uneven? Yes, it all looks uneven. Oh, fuck. Okay. She stomps her foot, tries to shift it all, like, to the right. Is that better? I can't tell. Of all the things I forgot to bring, a fucking level. Rookie mistake. You can have a Benny, that's fun. I don't like hypocrites, and I don't like being kept in the dark. So, I believe that you believe you're doing what you're doing for the right reason and because you want to help people but anytime someone decides that they get to decide what's right for others against that person's will that rubs me the wrong way so I don't care if you are the most well-meaning warden you're still a warden and you're still keeping people here that means you're an obstacle is that a threat? They shrug their shoulders a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. It's me telling you that my patience is running out. Violence isn't the first answer. And it's not my preferred answer. But you keep me in a cage long enough, I'm going to rattle the bars in a way you don't like. 
What was it like under Harlan? Why did you follow him? I followed him because it was better than the alternative. Because I don't like people who exert their will over others and force them into positions that they don't care for. Veli? They smile a little bit. No, Veli was good while he lasted. While he lasted? He got run out of town. He's in the wind. How long ago was that? Ah, uh, hard to say. Time's kind of strange, especially down here. Two years, three, maybe. Hakim killed Garn, ran away, left Veli in charge, which was a, a bit unorthodox. That's not really our way, but most of us weren't complaining about the results. Another couple of good years, and then, uh, and then things changed again. Who took over? Some newcomer. Was it Krell? Nope. I don't think you want me to say the name. Just took the whole thing over? Well, wrenched control. Veli refused to fight to the death. Fled with others who didn't want to live under that rule. The rest of us, well, it was either leave our homes and go off into the unknown wastes out of fear or respect tradition. So, some of us respected tradition, and things started to change, as I'm sure you can imagine. Harlan came back some time later. He was much the same, and uh, I don't know what happened, but he was brought into the fold, and then some of us were allowed to go with him. So, we did. Because it was... Familiar, but still a change. It's like something scratching at the back of your mind, you know? So I'm grateful that's gone now. Athena nods, and she's been listening while she's continuing to try and make things. You did the right thing killing him, by the way. That wasn't a mistake. Although I'm sure Hakim thinks it is. He hurt a lot of people in ways that he doesn't even know. Plenty of us left here with the aftermath. One of the reasons we're kind of stuck here is the potential of more Harlans. Went and ruined it for the fucking rest of us. Which is why I have to spend time building trust with people who don't understand what we are. Because all they've seen are the bad ones. Did you know Zeev uh, when you were with Harlan? I recognized the name. Yeah, I never really dealt with him. Worked more directly with Harlan. I don't know all what went on, but I know they worked together. He was the one that went crazy. Stole a bunch of people. Ate the quarry out of them. More <laughs> husks in the parasite's wake. Even though he wasn't technically red anymore. If you're trying to suss out a way of determining who's worthy or who's not going to turn on you, I don't know what to tell you. What are you going to do if someone can't handle it? What are you going to do if they go crazy? Are you going to kill them? Wouldn't gonna, be my first choice. Are you going to put them down yourself? I'm not going to make somebody else do it. So you're going to keep us here quarantined to make sure that we're not crazy? Kill us if we are? Is that it? I'm just trying to get a better sense of who you guys are as people so I know if something changes. I wasn't lying about smuggling. What do you mean? If you give me a couple weeks and I don't have everything fixed by then, I can probably get you out of the city. Just one person. Really all you want is just some fresh air up top. But you're going to be alone up there. And you won't have a network of people you can come back to. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion. Any modifiers? Uh, you've negated the modifiers. Five. Okay. Gadu continues to stare, arms crossed, out over the water. And the light down here is dimmer, and a lot of it is coming just from the prismatic colors. Some of the light glints off the metal ear stud they have, and you know, the blotchy scales on their forehead. Tapping their foot a little bit before they turn back to you, hands moving to their hips. All right. 
gonna hit me where it hurts. You're right, I don't have anywhere else to go. Just don't keep us here forever. What if some people end up wanting to stay? I don't care what other people do. So let me run you through this. Someone wants to stay. These other people go wandering. Someone finds you, takes the location out of your head, and comes back to kill everybody or take them again. Divided, we are so easy to kill. And there's not a lot you can count on in this world, but numbers are good to have. I'll think about it. With that, they give you one last scrutinizing glance and then turn a step away and start walking towards the edge of the boat. Their form ripples with this almost like a clay color, orange-brown, and they jump out into the air over the water. You can see their forms start to shrink down, down, and down until there's just a tiny flutter that disappears into the darkness. Athena watches them go, nods to herself with one of those little frowns. You know a frown nod, like, just Mm. mutters to herself. Good, good. Good talk. As she begins to float all the shit she's made up to the surface. Nice. She reappears over the lip. I made beds! There's certainly a more upbeat energy in the air. People are still going through all the supplies, moving the bed frames that you created, you know, adding mattresses or comforts to their various living quarters. We just see her in the process of moving the one bunk bed she did make. She's like, anybody want to double up? Anyone want to be bunk buddies? It's the pink-haired Yara. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Sure. Okay, wait, just tell me where to put it. He goes and shows you. It's a cave that looks exactly like all the other ones, except now it has a bunk bed. Dope, dope. Uh, don't worry, I'll figure. I'll, I'll work this out. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. And, you know, if turns out you don't want a roommate, I'll just make it into a desk on the bottom. You know, like one of those ones in, like, dorm dorm rooms. Um, if you say so. Yeah. Your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. I tend to agree. I'll, uh... Everybody appreciates what you did. It does mean a lot. And I know God is sort of really trying to get out, but... Some of us are just glad to be in one piece. I mean, I, I, I want to leave too, but, you know, I get it. We're working on that. He nods. But for now, beds. It's a good start. She walks over to Isaac, who hopefully is hobbing and nobbing. Maybe not. She's, she's hoping he's talking to people. He's a real knob. Well, sometimes. <laughs> he's standing with a, a group of the others talking, pointing and directing while they're trying to arrange some of the metal frames that you've created. She leans over and whispers, How's it gone? He glances back to you and gives a side bob of his head and a shrug of one shoulder. Could be worse. God, he's pretty suspicious about last night. No surprise there. Said you weren't in your cave last night, so you'll need an alibi. It's true, I wasn't. Isaac. Alright, I'm sure I can come up with something. I'm just not wanting to leave pitfalls around for you. Especially when I can close them. Well, if I can fall through the ground anyway. Oh, damn. Don't worry, I'll, uh, I'll keep the peace, just like you want. Like we want. She smiles, and it's half-hearted. He gives a placating smile with little behind it. You know, no one ever invested in a startup on the first week. I don't know much about business, so I'll take you word on that, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I phrased it bad, and it's probably not true either. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. Well, I gotta get going. I gotta do a million and one things, and then I'll be right back with more shit to dump in a pile. (laughs) Stay safe as much as you can. I will. Can't be there to bail you out right now. Yeah, well, I can't be that lucky, you know. We'll see you. Love you, buddy. I love you, too. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Sorry, uh, this episode was delayed. Uh, Our basement got goobered by the hurricane. Your favorite hat-in-hand pickles letting you know that we were 
uh, the, the timing was actually pretty incredible. We were sitting down to do our listen pass uh, to release the episode, and as Allie went to the basement to fetch a Mountain Dew so for she could... For my fancy Shirley Temples. For Shirley Temple <laughs> my with Mountain Dew. Shirley Temples. Uh, she found that our basement uh, had, in fact, started flooding because of the hurricane waters. Yeah, it was it was a whole time. So uh, we're we're good. Everything's okay, but uh, it created a substantial amount of work, stress, and, and work <laughs> problems for us, which we're currently dealing with. So sorry about the delay. Uh, we hope that everyone else out there is doing okay. That everybody made it through the hurricane safely, and there are people out there, I'm sure, who had it much worse than we did. So mm-hmm. my heart goes out to all of you as well. Hope y'all doing okay. But anyway. Did you know that our music this week was by Crockett and Wave Shaper? Through intuition and guesswork, I did know that, yes. But did you also know that you can find Crockett at Crockett80s on Twitter and at Crockett.Bandcamp.com and Wave Shaper at WaveShaper underscore SWE on Twitter and at WaveShaper1.Bandcamp.com. Wave Shaper dropped a new single. It's called Friends Robot. Again. <laughs> real Peralta of a oh, read. Yep, it was friends again. Friends I was again. right. Friends again. Uh, from the one time I've heard it so far at a very low volume, it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to listen to it at regular volume. And Wave Shaper said more is coming on the way. Full <gasps> album soon. God, I love Wave Shaper. And you should too. That's you, all of you listening who you've listened to a lot of it. So if you like our music, mm-hmm. then I'm sure you would continue to enjoy Wave Shaper. Show them some love. We have a Patreon. We do. And you can find it at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. The first tier, $2 a month, gets you access to our Discord, which has like a ton of cool people. It does. Hi, cool people. Hi, cool people. We love all you guys. And some cool people in particular. Who are those cool people? Do you mean Michael, Chase, and Valentine? I do. I do mean those three people. And uh, there's a couple other cool people. Caleb Sunstead, Jackie Dav, and Zach. I do mean all four of those people. Thank you for being here. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. Thank you to Chase for posting this in the Discord. Oh, yeah, uh, thank you, Chase. They did announce that the suede version of the Superpowers Companion book is going to be launching for Kickstarter, I think, within the next two weeks. Maybe within the next week now. Yeah, it's coming up real it's soon. It's coming up, so... I haven't really looked at it yet myself. Probably should have before coming on here and talking about it. Uh, so I don't know if it's like after you back it, you get the PDF right away or if uh, they still unsure. need to do it. Not sure. I'll, I'll check that out and I'll come back and do one next week maybe. But Superpower Companion for Suede, I'm very excited because I, you know, use that for our setting. And, uh, you know, mechanically speaking, you're not really supposed to mesh superpowers with regular powers because superpowers typically like way stronger but, but I feel like I've tried to tamp it down and, you know, create some form of equilibrium. So we'll see how that changes <laughs> with the new superpowers. And that may lead to mechanical changes on our end, which, of course, if they do come, we'll talk about at the table. That we will. But check it out. Peginc.com. Sounds Like Crows. If you guys have not listened to the series finale of Sounds Like Crows. It's been out for a hot sec, so you've had time to catch up. It's great. Sounds like crows. Sounds like crows. Here we go. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Athena is wandering through the streets. It's misty. It's humid. She's on a mission. What kind of a mission? A very hungry one. The most dire of missions. The most typical. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She has more hunger missions on record than any other regulator. Well, I don't want to brag or anything, but but she did call in support for this mission Mm -hmm. from one regulator to Kasato. What are you looking for specifically? Athena's having a hankering for her very favorite croissant. We've seen her have this croissant once before when she was very small in a flashback. Gotcha. In our setting, maybe they're croissants. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) Croissants. See, they actually spell it in Caldonics with a W, so you Qua- have <laughs> C W A. No, let's see. Croissant. K W A S A S S A N. Croissant. There are two W's, but the second one's silent. Dude, get, get out of here. That's too much. <laughs> no, so you're looking for some croissant. Mm-hmm. 
she's explaining to Tuca about it with manic food hands. She's like, this place is so good. They get the drizzle chocolate on it. But if you ask them, if you ask them, they'll put caramel on it too. Oh, wow. Tuca is happily trotting along beside you. You guys are both dressed in your off-hours gear. Mm-hmm. This is a, an undercover regulator mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off the books. In the stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's dressed in like a tunic shift. Not her Aladdin pants for working out. No. She's not it's working. a day off. This is a, well, this is an important undercover mission. So True. She's got to look nice for it so they don't expect trouble. Oh, man, chocolate and caramel. I know. It's really, it's so delicious, it should be illegal, so we should go look into it. We we really should. I mean, we can't be having people out on the streets who putting this kind of bad nutrition into folks. Really got to double check and make sure that everything's on the level. got to make sure the permits are all in order. Yep. That's definitely what we do as regulators. <laughs> so, what's the place called? <laughs> what? It's actually called the Quasana. And their gimmick is it's a bakery and sauna and they went out of business <laughs> because everything got too moist and wet and it tastes terrible. I like it. We're going to do it. Oh, yeah. I heard of it, but they really steam you. So, you know, <laughs> you're just too tired to eat it afterwards anyway. It just seems like a bad business model, she says, rounding the corner where she remembers Quasana being. <laughs> oh, then why are we going to it? Did you ever do the sauna or you just go for the baked goods? Mainly just the baked goods. feel like you're missing half of the business. Uh, well, you know, I'm always on the move. I don't have time to relax in a sauna. Mm, maybe, Who am I? Maybe you should. Maybe I should. No, no. I mean, we could do that today. Oh, maybe. I could use a steam. So you round the corner to where Quasana. Quasana. <laughs> And the sign is just a mess. It's a mess, and it's also real broken down. The windows are boarded up, and there's like a police do not cross. A bunch of ticker tape on it. Well, looks like somebody got here before us and already done our jobs. What did they do? Hmm, let's see. Do you think there's like a notice posted on the front door or something? An infraction notice that they never (laughs) actually took down and addressed. What would the reason this place closed be? food safety violations the moisture made everything like wicked bacteria laden gross oh wow looks like this is just one big pile of mold god well who'd have thought right can they just get somebody to fix that uh evidently she puts a hand out and traces down the door to where the handle used to be they just took it off entirely (laughs) we have to make sure no one ever (laughs) enters this premises again just gonna have to burn it down for safety purposes wouldn't that release more spores? I ain't a scientist. I'm a maybe burner downer. <laughs> <laughs> she sadly taps to his shoulder there's in solidarity. A, there's a word for that, ain't there? Something about children or siblings. I don't know. What? You know, they are sons. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. All right. She says. <laughs> Good time. See you. Bye. I know you want me to come, so I'm just going to follow you. I just imagine her, like, her <laughs> pat, 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 pat on the, <laughs> the sidewalk. <laughs> it's funny because I'm way faster. There's no way you can outrun me. I don't know. I could give you a run for your money, a literal run for your money. Uh, I mean, if you want to try and lose. I might have to run somewhere because I'm so fucking hungry. Well, I mean, um, any backups? Maybe we ought to ask someone. Maybe we should do that dramatically in soap opera fashion whips her head around to look back at the <laughs> the bakery one last time. The camera angle shifts with the head toss. One single tear wells in her eye. She wipes it away. One of the small pieces of wood or glass tumbles from the storefront and clatters on the ground. She whispers, be well. A second thing tumbles <laughs> and clatters to the ground. Goodbye. Maybe it's your imagination, but looked a little cloudy, like a little left the storefront. Thank God it waited for her, you know. <laughs> was it the, death, the death rattle. Athena approaches just a busker with a little sidewalk shop set up. They're selling little leather bracelets and stuff. We're in Colton Town right now. Oh, good afternoon, ma'am. May I interest you in one of my finest wrist bracelets? Yeah, I'll take one. Do you also maybe know anywhere good for like muffins? Muffins or Oh, it's baked goods you're looking for, is it? Do do you have some? Um, let me check. She side-eyes Tuka and is like, should we eat 
Jeez. literally just like a table with some stuff and he just glances down and back up. No, I'm sorry. I don't have those. That's okay. I'll take a bracelet uh, and some information if you've got any. Can you streetwise? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead and roll your streetwise. That's persuasion plus two, right? Yeah. Here's the rolls. That's a that's a that's a number. It's nine. Oh. Well, since you're such a good customer, I suppose I can tell you. There's this shop. It's quite a secret so far, but I happen to know the proprietor. If you'd like to follow me, I'm closing up here anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. She's like she's got a glimmer in her eye. It and she takes a beaded bracelet and she gives him some cubes, you know. Nice, yeah. you legal tender for legal goods. Rattles them into a pouch, pulls all of his things together. A bracelet bundle. Yep, he just uh, pulls them all together. Maybe his uh, table, you know, he snaps it down and folds it back together. And it's got a little carrying handle. So it's kind of like a giant briefcase you can That's take. That's cool. But one of the legs comes off and he sticks that in there to carry nice. the thing with him. Follow me right this way. Oh, sure can do, sir. As they're going, she takes Tuka's wrist and ties the little bracelet on there. Oh, I'm so pretty. It's blue like her eyes, you know, with the beads. Lovely. He takes you down a quick couple of side streets. And you realize that you're heading in the direction of your apartment, getting pretty close to it. And on the main drag down one side street, he waves one arm up to a brand new shop front. Well, this is it. Be sure to go in and tell them I sent you. What's your name? Oh, the folks on the street call me Bootleg Barry. Barry? Like... No, Bootleg Barry. Oh, Bootleg Barry. You have, it's a title. You need to say it all together. I'm sorry, Mr. Bootleg. That's not correct. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> she looks up at the shop front where they arrive. Oh, the shop front in front of you is called Scone Alone. Scone Alone. She says, looking I- up. This place looks delicious. I got a real good feeling about it. I mean, it's scones. How could it be bad? Bum bum. 